what up what up mulishani mulipwanji nihao yambo and welcome to the fearlessly fluid podcast where our imperfections bit us rather than break us and we're just figuring life out this is your host miriam and i hope this gets to you in time it's another monday which means podcast time hashtag hashtag mondays awful podcasts i hope your previous week was okay and i hope that you're ready for the week ahead and just you know mentally prepared for what is to come ready to learn ready to succeed ready to fall and so on (laughs) so welcome to this week's episode guys um, in this week's episode, I just thought I should share something personal and something that I've been thinking about for a while. It isn't something that is, um, I don't want to call it like, okay, I actually don't want to call it personal. I just wanted to, I suppose, share something with you guys and also kind of allow myself to be an open book like in this episode and hopefully whatever I say gets to you in time whoever might be going through it and whoever just needs to you know pick themselves so in this week's episode you know I thought I could share something on self-love um I've been wanting to share on self-love for a while I just didn't really know how to talk about it And I suppose even with this episode, I just thought it is necessary for me to say something rather than keep quiet. So, yeah. Um, First, you know, me and my background stories. Let's just get into, you know, some background story. (laughs) When I was the age of seven, I lost hair. Like, you know, I think the left side of my head completely. Like, it just fell out and... I was completely bold, like in that area, you know, bold. And, you know, I'm a hairy person and I always, you know, call myself Monkey Mouse Prime for some reason, not even Monkey Mouse Prime, no, Monkey Mouse Prime. <laughs> and so I'm a very hairy person. And when I lost hair on the left side of my head, like I was bold, guys, like, you know, like my facial skin kind of bold. And I remember at that time, um, my mother and my father took me to the hospital and all that. And apparently, you know, the reason why I lost my hair was because I was depressed. (laughs) I know this has been confusing for me for the longest time. Like, why was I depressed? You know, this is something that I ask myself every single time. Like, what was going wrong? I mean, I was a child, seven years for Pete's sake, you know, what was going on in my head. And my mom also asked me the same thing once in a while, like, you know, um, in my language, she asked me, like, you know, why, what was going on at that point in time? Do you think you remember or anything like that? And I, honestly, to this day, I do not know. Hopefully one day in some form of a revelation, I'll be able to, I don't know, pinpoint what went wrong. So, yeah, that was me then, okay, it was seven years. Uh, fast forward to um, 12th grade, yeah. Um, I remember in the 12th grade, I just started pulling back from a couple of my friends. And I suppose th- this was something that I felt necessary because, I don't know, um, 
maybe it felt like it was time for me to start again but then I realized it just wasn't my friends I think even with my mother because at the time my father wasn't working in the country I had become a little bit distant and I you know used to cry a lot I was always in pain I was always sad no matter how hard I tried to make myself happy it just never worked I was just really sad and I remember sitting with my mom down and I'm like, you know what? Um, I need to see somebody. I need to speak to somebody. And, you know, she looked at me, you know, as a mother, of course, she's concerned. Like, you know, what is my daughter talking about? And she was like, okay, no problem. Then I remember talking to her about it again. And I was like, but not now because I don't think I'm ready, you know, to speak to somebody about my emotions and whatever is going on in my life right now. Like, i I am also still trying to figure it out. I don't know why I feel this way. I don't know when it started. I don't know what changed. All I know is that I'm not happy. But I don't think I'm ready to open up yet. So, you know, she was like, okay, fine. No problem. Just, you know, try to speak to me um, before you can see somebody. And um, life went on. But I didn't end up going to see someone. Instead, I started going to church more. And... To be quite honest, I feel like in that time, um, God saved me, you know. He kind of pulled me out of whatever I was going through. And I, I don't even know how to explain it, you know. I don't even know how it happened. But I think I started going to church more, um, worshipping more, and all those things, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I recovered from that and everything was fine. I ended up going to school and when this is college like I ended up going to college and when I got to college you know I just told myself that this was going to be something new for me it was going to be a new start I was going to try and be more vocal try and not you know um hide my emotions or anything like that and you know it doesn't mean that I'm a closed off person and I'm very emotional actually but I think at some point I found it really hard to communicate, which ended up leading to me um, not really airing my views or speaking up or anything like that, really. So that's what led to, I don't want to call it depression because it was never diagnosed, but well, at you know, in the later stage, the earlier stage it was, but the later stage, I don't want to, I, I don't even want to say it because, you know, I didn't end up going to see somebody. I didn't have anybody confirm whether or not I was depressed, but it it felt like it at the time. So, yeah, when I got to college, I decided everything was going to change. I was going to try and, you know, be more vocal, make myself happy and all those things. And I suppose I tried. I spoke to people, I made new friends. Now, let's just get into <laughs> um what I wanted to talk about today, you know, after this entire background. It was only later, you know, when I was at school that I realized certain habits helps me be better. Certain habits help me become better and just love myself more and all those things. And, you know, I discovered that at the end of the day, what it was is it was self-love and still is self-love. These are the things I feel that keep me afloat and, you know, keep me away from the point where I am closed up and sad and angry and you know, all those kind of things. So, yeah, I began to kind of look into what self-love was and just practice it, really. At this point in time, I started to choose me more because generally, I think in the past, I never really picked me first. 
It was always my friends before me. It was always my family before me. I remember at some point saying that, you know, I felt like I was a burden carrier. Like, it is my destiny to carry people's burdens, which I feel um, isn't the case. In as much as, you know, there are certain people who kind of give this sense of comfortability, you know, for people to be able to talk to you freely and just air out whatever they're going through. So that was me, as opposed to this till this time it still is me but yeah let's get into this anyway i wanted to talk about (laughs) self-love i suppose other things you know you get to hear them later on in the next episodes to come but let's just get into it i wanted to talk about self-love because i feel like right now there are so many people who are going through um depression there are so many people who have anxiety attacks there's so many people who are stress and so on and so forth and since I got back you know there have been so many cases of suicide and it's alarming you know for me personally and I feel like if there's this one person who can hear this episode and be like you know what me too I feel this way I want to be better I want to do better it would be nice for you to kind of know what is going on or know what you know to do rather you know in such a situation and just a disclaimer this is something that worked for me it might be able to work for somebody else out there but it is not a one-size-fits-all kind of situation so you need to tailor whatever you do to practice self-love um you know to match your personality to match who you are so yeah First, let's kind of give some um, background on what self-love is. You know, I had to go on the internet and just kind of get myself more acquainted with the topic. Okay, (laughs) so by definition, um, self-love refers to the act of valuing one's own happiness and well-being. Okay, that's what self-love is. And why it's important is because it allows you to unconditionally love yourself you know accept yourself with all your flaws accept yourself for who you are you know and what god has called you to be what god has planned for you to be and just love you and by so doing be confident in who you are you know not looking for validation or to other people or just kind of doubting yourself so it's about loving yourself fully and unconditionally and i know um somebody be like you know the only person who could love you unconditionally is god and that is true but i feel like in that being said you know um when we become children of god we too become gods and so god has instilled certain things in us you know that i feel can come natural if we try and loving yourself unconditionally is one of the things that I feel God has instilled in us to do. I mean, you know, the essence of God and who he is really is just love. So I think, you know, from my own opinion, and I didn't go to Bible school or anything like that. I'm also still growing in my faith. But from what I feel in my heart, is that God has blessed us with love because he is love. So in so doing, you know, it is possible for us to love ourselves unconditionally. And when we do so, love other people. Like this love spreads because, you know, you're happy, you spread happiness. You're sad, you spread sadness, that kind of thing. But yeah, let's get back into it. So that's why self-love is important. And, you know, there's something, there's a show that I used to like watching when I was younger. I don't really watch it so much now, but there was always a tagline, you know, I think at the end where they were like, if you can't love yourself, 
um, how the heck are you going to love somebody else? And that is something that I think I've tried to instill in myself as well. So yeah, that's that. <laughs> um, that's why self-love is important. And you know what? I think it's just important for you to allow yourself to be loved by you. That's all. I've said why it's important. You know, this is from my point of view. And I thought it is also necessary for me to kind of discuss the benefits of self-love. Um, and I don't want to rush through the episode, but at the same time, I don't want to keep you guys listening for an hour. But yeah, um, let's get into the benefits of self-love. You know, one of the benefits is that it helps boost your confidence. Okay, this is something that self-love does. It helps you kind of accept you for who you are and just confidently walk every day of life every day of your life you know even when things are not going right you know when things are going perfectly it just allows you to be confident you know and be like okay this is what it is and I'm gonna learn from this situation or I'm gonna be grateful in this situation and just keep on moving so that's one of the benefits another benefit is that it allows yourself to you know kind of accept you for who you are and not always reach out for perfection and you know understand and understanding that you are who you are and in the way that you are you are perfect with your imperfections that's one of the benefits that it has and you know with regards to the podcast this is this was one of the motivations I had for the podcast, you know, to kind of talk about how you could be flawless, you know, in every situation, you know, how you could be fearlessly flawed and just accept that this is who you are in your curves, you know, in your small body, in your blue eyes, you know, whatever it is that you feel is a flaw to you, that is what makes you perfect. So, yeah, and another benefit that I think I want to mention is that Self-love actually, you know, self-love habits, rather, actually help reduce or prevent stress, um, depression, anxiety. And this is speaking from experience, as I mentioned, you know, in the first few minutes of this episode. Like, you know, I feel like I've had two major, you know, encounters, you know, with depression, if I could call it that. Two major ones. So based on those past experiences... I feel like, you know, once I began to practice self-love habits, you know, I felt less and less empty, if I could say it. And this is what it felt like for me, just empty, just black. So that's that's that, you know, those are the self-love benefits that I know and I have experienced. And yeah, I don't want to tell you guys things that I'm not so sure of. So that's that. (laughs) And um. I want to tell you guys, another thing I want to talk about is my self-love habits, what I do to practice self-love. And, you know, I'll also share what I want to do in future. Um, These are things that you could try out yourself. They could work for you. If not, you could just kind of, it just gives you an idea either. It just gives you an idea of um, what you could possibly do. So my self-habits is what we'll talk about first. And um, one of them is, you know, I choose to pamper myself, okay? <laughs> and I know this one might not sound like a self-love um, habit, but it is what it is, you know. Um, there are times when I feel like I give so much, 
and I also need to receive something. And these are the days that I acknowledge me for who I am. I acknowledge me for all my imperfections, you know. I acknowledge me for even the things that I have done and I've achieved, you know. Like, you know, those little things that you've done and that you're so proud of. I just give myself a pat on the back because I'm like, at the end of the day, you know, the people that you'll be waiting for to give you a pat on the back won't always kind of see what you're doing. So be proud of yourself. Be happy that you see what you're doing and, you know, you see your milestones. So that's that. Yeah, I choose to pamper myself. And the question is, how do I pamper myself? (laughs) I am a lover of perfume, guys. I just love it so much. So what I do is that I just save money and when I eventually have enough, I just go out and I ball out on perfume. And, you know, this is a, like, it depends on how much I have, but most times it's like a bottle at a time because, yeah, I don't have that kind of money yet. <laughs> but ho- I know one day, hopefully, you know, I will have, you know, enough money to kind of just ball out on myself like ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. So, yeah, that is... um one of the things that I do to kind of appreciate myself and just be like, yeah, you go girl, you know, you're you're doing the thing. And another thing that I think I've learned and I'm still learning to do is to stop comparing myself to other people. And the reason why for me, this is a a habit that allows me to practice self-love is because I sit down and appreciate me for who I am, you know, and what I deserve, Okay, let me say that, you know, who I am and what I deserve. And by that being said, you know, I don't look to other people to see what they're doing. And even though sometimes, you know, as I'm human, I may for short and kind of look to another person and be like, oh, but you know, this person is doing this. But I quickly, you know, snap out of it and be like, okay, this is what they're doing. I use it as motivation to do better, but never compare myself in the negative light. And You know, sometimes it even could be, you know, comparing yourself to somebody's relationship or somebody's situation and beating yourself up and all that. For me, I try my best to just step away from that and realize that I'm a unique person. Therefore, I have a unique destiny, you know, that has been set aside for me specifically, you know, that was given to me, a path that was given to me to take. So... Yeah, my path is not their path. So I really try my best not to compare myself to others. And another thing that I do is I am one person right now. Okay, at this point in time, this is something that I learned after high school is that I am ready to step away from friendships, relationships that do not benefit me and just cause me stress. And, you know, this could be a friend or boyfriend, a family member, like, you know, If I feel it is toxic, I have learned to pick me first, you know, to choose me first and be like, you know what, this is not beneficial for you. You know, what, what, what benefit does it bring? Does it make you happy? Does it make you sad? And most times if it makes me sad or makes me angry or just makes me something, something that I don't recognize when I see in the mirror, I step away. And if that ends up hurting the next person, you know, I suppose I acknowledge it and I do apologize at some point, maybe with some people, but most times I'm just like, if I can't choose me right now and I can't um, 
decide to make me better. I cannot be better to the next person. I cannot give the next person what they expect from me. So yeah, I pick me and I build me. So when I build me, it allows me to be a better person and a better friend. And then, you know, everything after that kind of falls into place. So I pick me. <laughs> that Those are one of my self-love habits. And another thing um, is getting closer to God. And the reason why I consider this one of my self-love habits is that, like I said earlier, God is love. And getting closer to God helps me see who I am, what I'm destined for. Even if I don't know it like right now, right now, I think I have some kind of idea of what God wants me to do. But I'm still trying to explore it and just try to see it. But yeah, for me... Getting closer to God is one of my self-love habits. I have noticed that in the past, when I kind of go astray, I think those are the times when I am more sad, when I feel more empty, when I just feel like everything is dark. And, you know, like, yeah, it, it's, it becomes overwhelming. So I try my best to stay closer to God. And even God himself, I feel like when I'm sort of away from him, he pulls me back. He helps me snap out of whatever it is and reminds me that, yo, you know, you need to come and get all this goodness, all this love for me so you can be okay and be happy and just receive everything that is beautiful that I have placed for you on this earth as human beings, as my children. So, yeah, that's that. <laughs> Getting closer to God is something that I have picked for me, something that benefits me and my happiness. So, yeah, and... The last but not the least um, habits that I have that I have on my list here is that I surround myself with people who will build me and not break me. Reason being, you know, there's so much negativity in the world. You know, you open your Instagram, your Facebook, there's something negative. People will always have negative things to say, things that are not even beneficial to you. So I always try my best to surround myself with people who you know, I believe will have a positive impact on me and not a negative impact. People who will, you know, build me, you know, my personality, my, I don't know, help me see further uh, kind of thing, you know. So, yeah. And in as much as I surround myself with such people, I also try to be a good person to them, to be a person that helps build other people. And I feel like um, that is something that is very important to me. So, yeah. If at the end of the day I want people to build me, I should be able to build them, right? <laughs> so, yeah. That's what I have so far for the habits that I practice or the practice the habits that I notice I have noticed that I practice. So, now um I had kind of googled other things that people do to practice self-love and these are the things that I wrote down that I feel like you know these are the things that I want to put into practice and you guys could uh, pick some of them and kind of yeah go through it so one of the habits that I saw is picking yourself okay which I think is also part of my self-loving habits, you know, my self-love habits. <laughs> but I just thought it's also necessary to mention it again because, you know, this isn't something that's just from my imagination. This is something that I actually saw online. So I won't go into detail on this because it's literally the same thing I said a few minutes ago. So pick yourself, choose you. And yeah, uh, another thing is understand. Understand what is working for you. And once you understand what is working for you, you know, when things are hard, you're able to sit down and be like, okay, 
this is wrong, this is wrong, but I'm not going to focus on that. I'm going to focus on the things that are working for me in this current time, the things that are going to make me stay afloat, the things that will, you know, things that will make me proud of myself and not the things that will destroy me. So, yeah, one thing that I do is kind of... um Okay, one thing that I used to do that I kind of need to get back into doing so since I have stopped it, hence it being on um, one of the habits that I need to put into practice is get yourself a journal, you know, write down your thoughts, write down how you feel, write down all the good things that are happening. And I think even the bad things, it's okay because you need to reflect in them. But when everything is going bad, go back to that notebook, you know, and see all of God's goodness, go and see everything that has been going in your favor and, you know, acknowledge it. Allow yourself to appreciate those things during the tough times because those are the things that keep you strong when everything seems to be going wrong. So um, that's that. And um, another thing that I said I want to put into practice that I saw online was, you know, me time. You know, this is the time you spend with yourself. This is the time you choose to reflect. This is the time you use to rejuvenate, kind of restart, reset, you know, reset yourself, your emotions, your mindset, everything. And, you know, I have this friend of mine. I think this was, this was like her go-to um, self-love habits, um, which was basically, you know, she would buy herself a bottle of wine or two, sit in her room, play some music, um light some scented candles and just sit down and enjoy the moment you know i think this is when you know she would kind of come out and she's happy and yeah it is something that allowed her to restart and just to focus on her for a second so that's that i think something that i would do is probably similar um i love to take baths and just sit in the tub and you know that that's that's a bit hectic because the past I think five years <laughs> the houses that i've lived in just have showers but anyway um sit in a tub put some bath salts you know i don't even know if you could put bath salts and a bubble bath together but yeah you know light some candles play some soft music probably like you know your oldies 80s 90s those are my jams okay <laughs> so um that is something that i would love to do it's a habit that i'd love to start and yeah, this other one is something that um I have tried, but <laughs> yeah, my consistency is just on the low, <laughs> if you know what I mean. And that is loving yourself physically. By loving yourself physically, I mean, what habits do you practice to take care of your body? You know, the things that make you healthy, the things that build your confidence, and that is going to the gym, eating healthy and drinking water and minding your business okay <laughs> i think this is very important especially now you know we're in uh we're at a stage in life where people are conscious about you know health issues and you know their general wellness so that's that that's something that i think i'd like to get into um another thing is taking walks i suppose it goes hand in hand you know with your um loving yourself physically and the last but not the least is taking control of your inner voice i'm sure a lot of you have seen cartoons and you know how in a cartoon there's like an angel on the one side and like a demon on the other side yeah that you know how are you controlling that 
demon, the negative voice in your head. You, you know, that is the one you need to take charge of because it is your body, it is your mind, it is your soul. Don't allow your negative thoughts to direct you know, your life, to direct your movie, you know, to write your book. You need to take control of it. And by taking control of it, that doesn't mean you need to ignore it. No. What it means is that when you have these negative thoughts, I think what is important is to acknowledge them and then let them go. Because when you kind of ignore them, these things pile up at the back of your mind and one day they're going to explode. And that isn't taking control. This That is just running away from the situation, essentially. So, yeah, you really, really need to take um, control of your inner voice. I think for me, that is something that helped me when I was in primary school. Because when I was in primary school, I think, okay, I don't want to say I was bullied, but I felt like I was bullied emotionally. Okay, this is me, a Zambian girl living in South Africa. You know, n- not everybody <laughs> is as friendly there. And kids, kids are generally mean. So it would hurt me some of the comments that people would pass. You know, and it made me really insecure about myself. And I would tell myself things like, oh, no, you're ugly. You have no butt. You know, you have no boobs. You know, just the 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 silly minor things, you know. Oh, you're dumb. You're not that smart. And that was just self-sabotage. And I only realized later in life that I need to learn to love myself. And I need to adore myself you know i need to learn to adore myself and just love myself and accept me for who i am so at that time i think i began to kind of acknowledge those thoughts and be like but no 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 you're beautiful you're smart you know um you have a cute little butt like all those things just to kind of also help boost my self-esteem and not allow you know people to dictate how I feel about myself or what my inner voice has to say about me. So yeah, that's that. Um, that's all that I had to share, you know, on the topic of self-love for now with you guys. I hope this gets to you in time. I hope this helps you, you know, with one of the two things that you're going through. And I just hope this spreads some positivity and just some light. Let it bring some light to whatever darkness that you know you're kind of facing at the moment um before we kind of head out and end this episode i want to mention that you know if you feel like it's hard you know for you to love yourself and you feel like you want to take a step towards being better and choosing you and just loving yourself i think it is necessary for you to speak to somebody preferably a professional but if you're not able to speak to a professional i think it is okay to see a counselor or speak to somebody you know trustworthy air out your feelings don't just let them bottle up inside because that is very dangerous and you know for some people it's hard to open up another thing is for you to just take it to god you know this is regardless of you know what religion you come from you know at the end of the day i feel like most religions have have the god that they worship for me it is you know my god my savior jesus christ you know that is my pillar and that is where i took all my grievances and it worked for me so pray 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 and open up share 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 
Um, I think you could also try go to your nearest hospital or clinic and just ask if there's a counselor there. I do know that there are counselors in school as well. Make use of these people. God has given most of these people wisdom to guide you in such situations. So don't hold it in, you know. Call a helpline if you could find one. And yeah, that is in your country, in your area, in your location. So yeah. Anyway, that's that, guys. <laughs> we have come to the end of this episode, guys. Remember, there is beauty in imperfections. Remember, you are beautiful. You are handsome. You are perfect in all your imperfections and your flaws. And, you know, remember to smile. So, till next week this has been your fearlessly flawed podcast host and we're out